Do you ever find there are times when you think you are in flow, you're reading everything from your intuition with clarity and confidence, and you feel, I am in line, I'm grounded here, I'm centered, my intuition's coming to me clearly. And then when you have to make a decision or something comes up that you need to deal with or some sort of little fear pokes its head up or an old goal goes, hello, remember me? And all of a sudden, you don't feel you're clear about your intuition. Has this ever happened to you? Hi, and welcome to episode 158. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. I'm your host, Catherine Mahoney, the business intuitive strategist, the multi-generation entrepreneur, and your personal chief intuitive officer. The truth is intuition has been a hidden asset for centuries. And for those who know of its power and know how to hone it, it is their greatest asset. So join me here as we leave traditional behind and we leap into the future where every business relies on their intuition. You feel in sync with your intuition. It's clear. You can feel it. You can hear it. You know it. You can see it in your mind. You think, ah. Things are going for me the way I need it to. And then something gives you a jolt, throws you off a little bit, comes out of nowhere, not a big Freddy Krueger punch like we've talked before, but just something real subtle, an unexpected bump in the road. We have to slow down a little bit. You realize, ooh, I might not be as in flow and as in sync as I thought I was. You're not quite sure if it's intuition that's giving you directions after this bump, or if it is your desire, your need for things to be a certain way, a fear of not wanting things to go a certain way, but you're not so far off course that you can recognize the difference. This can be a challenge, and I've worked with clients on this. I personally dealt with this because this feeling, not quite sure, happens to everyone and happens a lot. Now the key element here is always remember, always know your intuition is always with you. Always available, always running in the background. That clarity, that confidence, that certainty, those messages are always there. They're never gone. The problem is we muddy it up, we cloud it over, and we don't have the clarity to know the difference between the feelings, the logic, and the certainty of intuition. It happens all the time. It can be a big moment of time. It can just be a little small thing where you're like, I'm pretty sure this is my intuition, but I'm not really positive. How do you know? Well, I talked last time about the apple exercise where you have envisioned a specific apple in one hand to get a yes or no, the either apple either matches or doesn't in the other hand. But you can begin to overlay like a little transparent piece of your perfect apple in front of the incorrect apple, trying to force it to become. When you're getting clear messages from your intuition, but you're getting, I don't know, it's like two radio stations at the same time. One's really clear and then you get this kind of staticky, maybe sound over top of another station just slightly coming through. And think of that as that overlay that you're putting over that apple. If you see the real apple, let's say you have a 
nice green apple in your left hand as your base apple, your base line, and you're looking for another green apple in the other hand, you get a clear picture of a green apple, but then there's this like this fuzziness of a big red apple in front. But you can still see and know that solidness of a green apple is there, but there's still this weird fuzzy overlay showing up. This is when you need to have recognition how your intuition comes through to you, how it feels knowing clarity. If you spend a lot of time trying to decipher the two and then you start thinking about, well, because I want it to turn out this way and I want it to be yes, I want it to be no because of these reasons, the less you're going to be able to see the true answer because you're going to go deeper in to your fear, your desire wanting to be a certain way, and the logistical aspects that are guiding you, usually not in the right direction. They're a good asset to have, but if they're part of the problem of you not being able to have the clarity and certainty of your intuition, which apple, when we say that yes or no exercise, is there, the more you focus on the transparent, the more solid it becomes. The quicker you can recognize the transparency, the quicker you can recognize that you are in fear, that you are desiring, that you are using logic too much, that you're taking away the clarity and certainty of intuition, the faster, the better, more efficient, and more powerful your decisions will be. Makes me think of boating when I was growing up. In order to, I lived on an island, and to get through the harbor and out into the inlets to the open ocean, we had to go under this big bridge. And the bridge was over this narrow cavernous area where two large bodies of water had to squeeze through. And in pushing these two bodies of water into this narrow space, all of these currents collided and created all of these whirlpools in this this little tiny space. And You have this beautiful, smooth, clear water going through. And then all of a sudden you hit all of these wild currents and it would toss us left and right and left and right. And you'd have to oversteer and pay really close attention and work your way. You could see ahead the smooth water just minutes away. It would take maybe 10 minutes to get through this. And you would have to fight these whirlpools all the way through, but you could see the smooth waterhead. You knew it was right there. This is how I envision and experience and remind myself when I am in these moments, needing this yes or no answer, and I get the little overlay, I see that as the whirlpools. I can know that there's smooth water just a little bit ahead, I can see the smooth water. I know it's big and beautiful ahead. And I just have to recognize I have to fight against being thrown left or right off track into the rocks, into the caverns. I have to hold my ground. I have to steer my way through it without fear, without logic. If I just do it this way, by intuition, by knowing and understanding the currents and the water and how to move through this, that smooth path is right there in front of me. This is so important because when we are asking a question, when I am asking a question, when you are asking a question, 
that you need a quick decision on. You get that immediate match of an apple in both hands. I'm going to keep using the apple exercise here, so if you don't know about it, you can go back to the last episode. You get the matching apples, it's a yes in both hands. And that's great. Boy, that's clarity. When you get the fuzziness and you know you can see the matching apple, but there's some sort of fuzzy holographic transparency over it of the wrong apple, the wrong size, the wrong color. It is like being in those whirlpools. You're going to have to navigate around that and know that there is clarity within there. There is the smooth water ahead. What is really there in front of you? Is it this thick, unclear, cloudy, fuzzy, unclear answer? Or are you just having a moment where old things have snuck in, old fears, old goals, something is sneaking in and trying to toss you out like a whirlpool where the currents have changed, but the, the smooth water is just moments away. If you can focus on what that is and that you need to get there and hold your ground, it will be so clear that that fuzzy overlay is not the truth of the matter. That is not the whole journey. That is not part of what you're supposed to know. That is not your entire experience. Like going through those whirlpools, that's not the whole experience. It's just a tiny section. What becomes important is having the words to describe what it feels like to you when you are in your intuitive state. When things are coming easily to you, when your answers are clear, when you don't have the overlay, what does that look like? What is that experience? The more clear you are about the words you use to describe what that feeling is, what that experience is for you, you can start to attach that. So like any other feeling, you know when you're angry, you know when you're sad, you know when you're frustrated, you know when you're overwhelmed, you use these words to describe how you are feeling and that gives you a context. It's the same thing with intuition. Give a word to it. It's my gut instinct. I just know. Whatever it is, I don't care. Put a color to it. You can create your own made-up word. I don't really care. It doesn't matter. It's what matters to you and what's important to you and how you describe it. That it's consistent. Make sure you use a consistent word. Feel good about it. If you need to write a paragraph and pull it together and fine-tune it, do that. What works for you is what is the best for you. This is intuition is designed for you. So give your description to it so you can recognize it right away. You may even want to put a description to the word when you get the fuzziness. Oops, I'm in a whirlpool. It's fuzzy. Whatever that is, get a word to describe that. doesn't have to be one you share out loud to the world. It's just in your internal mind so you can quickly determine the difference because when you call it out is when you can say, oop, That's a whirlpool. That's fuzziness happening. You'll be able to see right through it to the answer, to the clarity and certainty of intuition. And when you can say that's intuition, it locks it in and you can see it and feel it and hear it. Is this perfect every time? No, because you're always honing and you're always fine-tuning. So it will get better as you practice it because you're always going to get a fuzzier answer. 
you're always going to get a little bit wonkier. You're going to have different experience of knocking you off because that allows you to hone and reach a higher level of clarity. For example, you know, I speak to people and I talk to them about the four different clairs. When you can see the images in your mind, when you get the audio, clairsentience, getting the physical feeling, getting that knowing I just know. Some people only get one, or they claim they do, or two. Some claim they don't get all four, but you do. You have all four senses of your intuition always coming through. As you hone it more, as you recognize these fuzzy things, these fuzzy moments, these whirlpool moments when too many currents are coming together, you are honing your intuitive senses. So you may be honing your ability to visualize information. You may be honing your ability to have a physical feeling. You may be honing where you get the words or you get audio more. This is what I'm talking about where it's honing more and more and that's why it's going to give you these fuzzy moments all the time. All of these are going to seep through. They're going to get more difficult. They're going to be easier. It's just going to be changing all the time. Think of that as getting better and better and better. If you have a sport, like I did figure skating and skiing. As I did those, it was, can you downhill well? Yes. Can you stop? Now, can you do a hockey stop? Now we're going to do some small moguls. We're going to do a steeper hill. Each level was more difficult, had more challenges, and made me better. Each of those build off one another. When I first started figure skating, I didn't start doing jumps right away. I wasn't doing a double axle my first day skating. No, I just jumped from one leg to the other. That was the biggest jump I would have. Learning to skate backwards, spinning on two feet before I'd go into a sit spin. Each time I got better and more fine-tuned at doing the basic of jumping from one foot to the next, then I could then take that to the next level and jump higher. Then I could do an axle. I would build my way up to the next thing. Same with basketball. You learn how to bounce the ball first before you can start making baskets. Think of it that way. You get honed at one level, you get to the next challenge, keep bumping into the wall, bumping into the wall, and then you get really good at that, and then you get to the next level. That's how this works. So it won't always be huge barriers. Sometimes it'll be little barriers. And when you think you've got it, <laughs> you'll run into that day where like, I can remember figure skating and be like, wow, this is not a jumping day. I, for some reason, cannot jump. I don't know why. Or I have a non-spinning day. I cannot spin for the life of me. What is going on? And those were the days where I was just off a little bit, but I could focus on something else. Know that this is part of reaching the next level. Your intuition is constantly available. You are continuously honing it and fine-tuning it and reaching the next level. Each challenge that comes forward, each little fuzzy moment, each big Freddy Krueger bunch, each what seems like a bad direction are there for you to recognize when you are in flow with your intuition and when you're not. When you are overlaying and when you're not. When you are getting one sense, two senses, or all four are coming through to you. 
and when you're being challenged. Because honing your intuition is a key to successfully using it in your business. Recognizing and naming it is so important. Action one, put a name to how your intuition feels, what that experience is. Try the apple exercise, see what that's like. Can you name it? Name just the apple exercise for yourself if you need to. What does it feel like to be in intuition? I say it's complete freedom and I know what that means and feels like to me. What does it feel like to you? Can you put a word to it, a name to it, a sentence to it? When it's fuzzy, when you have an overlay, what can you name it? What word do you use when you know what the intuitive answer is, but you want it to be something else, so you try to force it to be something else. You overlay it with a different picture of an apple. Put a word to it, an explanation, so that when you're in that moment, you can quickly say, wait, 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 this is when I'm overlaying. This is when I'm being fuzzy. Whatever that is, and that will clear that up quickly and you will have that clarity available to you. Action two, start practicing in moments where you feel a little bit off. Not when it's high stress, that's not what I'm directing you to, but just those moments where you're not really sure, you're, you know that you have a desire for a specific answer, practice and see what that's like and give that a name, a description. Talk about the experience with yourself, write it down, express it in some way of what that experience feels like. And action three, allow yourself the kindness and the ease that even in those fuzzy moments, your intuition is always available. And recognize how much you've already honed your own intuition. Take a moment and reflect on how much and how different your intuition comes through now than it did maybe a month ago, six months ago, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago and how you're using it differently. I want you to look and reflect and think about how you use it differently and different ways it is now coming through to you. There's always another level. You are never, ever done learning. You are never done honing. There's always a new challenge ahead. You're always training your intuition. You're always connecting to it. You're always fine-tuning and honing and listening and learning and going to the next level. Be excited about that because these are levels that you can really recognize. You can see and feel the difference as though it is like a sport, as though it is downhill skiing, basketball, baseball, whatever it is that you're going from little t-ball stage, just learning to walk to the Olympics or the biggest event that there is and always getting better. All these athletes train and train and train. They never stop. Think of it as fun. Enjoy it. I'd love to hear your experiences. I'd love to hear what you think of the action exercises as something you want to hear more of. And you can private message me on LinkedIn or check out the show notes of other ways to connect with me. Until next time, keep it simple. Be at ease with yourself and allow intuition to light the path.